Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline, including Yankees manager Aaron Boone in one hour. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's up, Max? What's up, Key? Don't let that shot fool you, though. That Brooklyn shot with all the... Uh, the it's going to be 70 degrees today. Well, it's it's going to be a great day. Sunny 50, and 70 and sunny. It's going to be snowing by 4 o'clock. Hold on. Well, you'll be in L.A. <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll be in L.A. by 4 o'clock, knowing you. Hold on. It's the 20th of October, and it's 72 de- 70 degrees no, and it's sunny cool. in New it's York. Like, it's, it's not bad. Which yeah, is it's great. Kind of scary when you think it's about like it. Jack- well, no, we'll leave that. We'll leave that alone. We'll be positive today. It's like jacket weather. It's all good. I'm with it 100%. Yeah. I mean, you know. Fall in New York is awesome. You can still eat outside right now yeah uh, new york is great I'm t- look once they take the lights down it's after new year's the lights come down it's not festive anymore the day, it's dark at 4 30 p.m and, and it's just cold and then you're thinking like i just got to get through february but really in the middle of april it's still snowing that's when it's bad that that's when it's bad oh, now is not the time to complain in the hood jay let me ask you a question real quick before we move on yes Keyshawn, you can basketball. ask me a question growing up what cereal did you eat uh, cornflakes, frosted flakes, Lucky Charms, yeah, Apple Jacks, yeah. No, I, was just, I, I, I would do the I would do the the sugar over the cornflakes too. Yeah, but the, what's the point, right? Just tell your parents to buy you frosted, frosted flakes. flakes. They want to get hate you. That move. They want to get you cornflakes, which is soggier than frosty flakes, flakes because frosty flakes are thicker coat, so it's not as soggy. Did your you mom know? used to not let you have frosted flakes? I mean, my mother would give us shredded wheat. Yeah, a try. Yeah. To give a shredded wheat. And then they came out with the frosted shredded wheat. Right. So that was like, I <laughs> was eating. Just put the sugar side on your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of grape nuts? <laughs> of course. Like, yeah, I've never heard of grape nuts before. Grape nuts are like hard. They like really, really hard. I want to say like pieces of granola, it feels like. Except without the sugar. Without the sugar. Like really hard. Like, like break your teeth type hard. And you can't put a bunch of milk in it. You have to very little milk. Right. And then you got to add sugar to it. In a nasty, it's like old people cereal. I'll say it doesn't I'll, sound good. It's not good. I'll no, say this because you brought it up about the corn. For some reason, yes. my mother uh-huh. was totally can't have sugar. She called it sugar What's cereal, right? Any sugar. So you could have cornflakes. Now you could put sugar on top of the cornflakes. Defeating the purpose. You're getting more sugar than frosted yes. flakes. It all winds up on the bottom in one, and one and you little scoop piece, it. and you scoop you it. You scoop and it. Eat there it. you yeah. go. I say, Ma, for this, let's just get frosted flakes. Yeah. No, Cheerios, but the plain Cheerios. Uh, see, Cheerios, I don't Cheerios mind. Fine. I didn't, I Cheerios didn't mind fine. Cheerios. Cheerios when, yeah, and Cheerios for some good. reason, I didn't mind when Cheerios. When Honey Nut Cheerios oh, came yeah, out, I was like, and, and somehow that could slide because yeah. that wasn't like a sugar cereal in her mind. Captain see, my, my, Crunch and all that. My, oh, cheer, my oh. Cheerios changed, No Captain though. Crunch, right? My Cheerios oh, changed Captain a little bit because Crunch, I remember. Like, Cuts your mouth. It's true. Yeah. It well, you got to know how to Captain eat Crunch. it, though, Evan. You got to no, let I'm it get soggy Crunch a little you gotta bit. You got to know how to eat it. You also can't have four it, bowls of it. It That's hurts the your mouth to eat Captain Crunch. Dude, you're very true. It cuts the top of your mouth because yeah. the little slices in the little yeah. squares. Yeah. But you got to know how to eat it. Max, has your family ever stretched the milk? Do you know what I mean? It, it, no, it wasn't like that growing up. I have experienced <laughs> that, but I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, no. We didn't have to. In other words, if the milk was ever stretched, it's not because we couldn't afford the milk. You see what I'm saying? No, it's basically. So my dad, we could afford it. He would just yeah. sort of stretch it anyway. It didn't matter. Oh, it was like, no, you had no, a little no. bit, like a little no. bit of milk left. You pour the rest in water. You shake it up, 
and you're stretching it. No, I could not afford the milk. Yeah. And if it was a corner, we're going to turn it into a quart. Right, right. Yeah. It's skim milk. Skim milk. Skim milk. Super skim milk. That's what you got. You went from whole milk to skim milk. You got a little bit of orange juice, you put water. You got. Four eggs and you're trying to feed six? We're going to put some milk in the eggs, make them fluffy and stretch. Yeah, right. That's the reality of That's it. That's what you got to do. I love stuff like that. We got to rate, <laughs> rate cereals on one of these shows. Just rate them. Like top five cereals. Well, I could give it to you off the top of my head. I'm going to go Fruit Loops. That's Fruit Loops number one? I'm Fruit Loops way up there. Fruit Loops, lay up. No, no order, just your top yeah, five. Yeah. Fruit, Fruit Loops, Loops over number tricks. Number one. Fruit Loops oh, over geez. tricks? Same thing. Yeah, one no, circle, but, one's ball. But tricks you got to choose a different meaning for me when I got to But it's the same, Max. It's See, he does a, this with quarterbacks, too, but you've got to choose one. Max, it's the same. Tricks and Fruit Loops are the exact same. You come to the store. I, I hear what you're saying. You come to the store. They're side by side. Which one you Fruit reach Loops. for? It's not even a question. I, I'm probably I gonna go, I'm biased. I'm probably going to go Tricks, and here's okay. why. I can fit that more bunny, in the bowl. Yeah, the that's bunny true. was funny. The bunny, was funny. the bunny freaked me out, man. No, I but, like the I, bunny, the bunny but, was but funny. there's something about the shape of tricks that, yeah. You can get more in the bowl because yeah. of little bitty balls versus the, the, fruit the circles. Loops, fruit loops are so So then good. you got Lucky Charms was one of my go-to. Honeycombs was one yeah. of my go-to. Sugar Smacks was a beast because I used to watch the cartoons. Oh, with the Sugar Honey Mac- Smacks? Oh, yeah, but honey Sugar Smacks, Honey Smacks are the same. What what about what about the your chocolate cereals your I count your count chocolate I didn't, I didn't like chocolate, chocolate. I no. do chocolate no. Cocoa Krispies no, no I didn't do what? it no I didn't do it I didn't Co- do chocolate Cocoa Krispies I'm not a chocolate milk I didn't guy. like yeah that's the thing when it when it soaked it I couldn't I, I couldn't do that I wasn't gonna pebbles. talking about like, I love fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles or fruity pebbles or see here we go again fruity yeah. pebbles is the same as tricks no they're tiny no it's not no it's not in a bowl hold on I was gonna say they're the same as tricks. And the same as Fruit Loops, right, Max? Yes. Except Shape. they're smaller yeah. and they're soggier. Yes, yeah. they get That's soggier. They get soggier and, and they're smaller. Come on, man, it's I'm like a, a rainbow connoisseur. <laughs> dog. You can eat them dry. Soup. You could take, you could take. Well, my daughter uh, eats some dry. Oh, now. yeah, mine too. But mine not even real. By the way. But not real Fruity Pebbles. Organic, Trader Joe's. <laughs> That type of fruity pebbles. How, my daughter does the same How thing. Level fruity pebbles. My daughter does the same thing. I'm trying to get <laughs> her to eat cereal. breakfast, right? So I'm like, she's like, okay, I want cereal. My youngest daughter. Okay, good. So I'll get some milk, some protein in there. But now she wants it without the milk. I'm trying to figure out how to get her enough protein in the morning. I, dry cereal for breakfast. Yeah, kids yeah. eat that. Yeah. You know, they put in their little cups and they. I, I, yeah, I just I could never got on the dry cereal kick. I, I can't. Yeah. I need my milk. Me too. Yeah, I need an underrated, underrated cereal. I got to do almond milk now because I can't do the dairy. Underrated cereal, Cracklin' Oat Bran. It's like a smaller box and it costs more, but like it feels like it's endless because it disappears in the milk and you just keep eating it and eating it and discovering that you have more and more cereal than you thought. Cracklin' Oat Bran, try it. No mention of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't know if I can Oh, Cinnamon Toast cinnamon Crunch, crunch is, is bit my kid. I don't like know where everyone's the crackling. I wasn't a kid. Cinnamon Toast Crunch came along when I was more of a teenager. Yeah, same. That's why I never yeah, got I into really, it. Yeah. Yeah, my not, kids love it, My though. kids eat it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they don't eat the actual post-cinnamon toast. They're getting whole food cinnamon right. toast. Right, it's the, the special organic. Yeah, it's not the yeah. same. They don't never, harm the wheat when they oh, harvest the stuff. Rock, rock, they humanely harvest Jacks? the wheat. What's that? Oh, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. 100, 100, yeah. Oh, Apple okay, Jacks. Cool. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, that's a Corn Pops. 100%. Corn Pops. Yeah, here's the problem with Corn Pops. If they get stale on you, yeah, oh no, yeah, it's, it's a toad. It's, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You might break a tooth. Now, yeah, how about, how about this? When you want to go healthy, you're trying to go no sugar. Here's the best fake corn pops: is kicks of all kicks. the no See, sugar. I can't do kicks. But kicks have almost kicks no okay. sugar in them. I can't. That's like I can do I kicks. Do I can do kicks. kicks. If I'm trying to, like, get, if I'm trying to be good, good, I can do kicks. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. raisin bran. 
Oh, yeah. I, no, well, I messed with Raisin okay, Bran. So before we move on, Raisin Bran was a fake cereal for me when I was playing football. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay healthy. <laughs> Raisin Bran. And, and, and then I take and pour a whole bunch of sugar on it. And by the way, talk about soggy fast. Talk about soggy fast. Yeah. 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 You got to finish your raisin bran in one minute. All right, we made everybody hungry on the highway. Right. Sorry, we burned that one segment. <sighs> so well, about the tricks. The Bucks crushed like... the Nets. Did we mention that? Yes. Giannis has six straight thirty-point, ten rate rebound performances. If you include the playoffs against the Nets, it's a pretty good thing to do against the Nets, as loaded as they are. Um, Tuesday are they was the, the Nets. Are they loaded without Kyrie? You know what, Jay? We need to get into this because. Kyrie, when James Harden was playing with just Kyrie, the West, that West Coast trip they took like early on, those West, Western Conference teams couldn't handle him. And when KD was playing with just Kyrie in the playoffs against the Bucs last year, Bucs couldn't handle him. I wonder if Kyrie, for whatever reason, is actually the key component for both KD and Harden on this team. Well, Kyrie can cook, but I'm, I'm not going to discount James Harden. He just had a, a somewhat of off game last night. No, but when Harden James Harden is and, amazing. But when James Harden and KD both hit on their stride, they're a different team. My only question is, you know, everybody kept talking about this offseason about how loaded they were from a depth perception, right? Perception, perspective. Um, and when I watched LaMarcus Aldridge last night, I'm like, man, LaMarcus Aldridge, this is not a good matchup for him against the Milwaukee Bucks. I watched Paul Millsap. I'm like, man, what, what's going on with Paul Millsap? And I'm not going to go crazy after one game, but Patty Mills was the one dude where I'm like, okay, that, that's added depth. That's added depth. I, I feel like I know what I'm going to get with Patty Mills. Everybody else, I'm not really sure, man. I'm not really sure. It's one game, though, that right? means Yeah, but it means KD and James Harden Got to do more. have to do a lot. Like, there's going to be a lot on their shoulders to carry that offensive load. You know what I wonder about Harden? you don't have Kyrie there. This, I mean, Harden last year, to me, game for game, regular season, best player in the league. And then in the playoffs, KD was the best player, game for game. Well, right? Harden was hampered, too, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Still balled out. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't Harden at the end. When he came back, it wasn't even really Harden. But in the regular season, he was amazing. But something occurs to me, Jay. D'Antoni was on the bench. Steve Nash was a first-year head coach, right? So D'Antoni knows this is here. This is what we're going to do with James Harden right away. It's like rolling out of bed for those guys. I wonder if D'Antoni not being there affects the equation at all. Well, it definitely puts more pressure on Steve Nash and Jacques Vaughn, right? Jacques Vaughn was the head coach before Steve Nash got brought on board. But that offensive continuity is what you need in that system. But, I, I, you know, it, it's interesting. We always talk about who the best players are. I, you got to give credit to Giannis and the Bucks, man. Like, talk about a team who just knows who they are. Everybody knows what role they're in. It gives them an advantage at the beginning of the year because teams like the Nets, teams like the Lakers, they need to find that out throughout this journey. But there's certain teams like the Warriors and the Bucks. They know who they are. They know how they play. Guys know what roles they play on those teams. But but the Bucks really hadn't added anything, right? They're the same team that won a championship for the most part. All the same guys. My suggestion, like PJ Tucker. Yeah, but for the most part, they're the same guys. Meaning like Drew's there, Giannis is there, Middleton's there, the coach is there, and on top of that, last night they're getting their rings. It's a ring ceremony. They're playing a certain way. If you fast forward four weeks from now. Do the Bucks look like they look, and do the Nets look like they look last night? I'll tell you the one dude, and nobody's going to talk about him because we only talk about brand names, but Joe Harris for signing that $70, $80 million deal was abysmal towards the end of last year. Yeah, he in the and playoffs then, went and away. La- and last night as well, he was non-existent on the floor. So you talk about for how, how much attention KD and James Harden garner. 
You need a guy to space the floor. That's what Joe Harris was paid all that money to do. Knock him down. But all he his all to. his career, he's shot the lights out. I don't I don't think that just goes away. Well, it went away last year. It went away during yeah, the playoffs. Well, that that's a separate issue because you needed to step up. But it up went in big away games. during the playoffs, and it went away last night. He carried the end of the yeah. season into the he's first little, game. Yeah. people usually don't do that. You, you know you know something when you. Wow, I just What's heard that? he shot the same percentage as Ben Simmons from the three-point line in the playoffs. That's amazing. What? That's amazing. Are you sure about that, Yates? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm sure. Ben Yates Simmons shot it. a three in the playoffs? No, nah, that's the point. That's the point. Uh, 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 listen, <laughs> when you watch the Olympics, right, Team USA, if you saw that roster to begin a season, you'd be like, they're going to run away with the championship. And they were struggling early on in the Olympics. Why? Because they're – playing teams that have played together Forever. for 10 years. Yeah. They just got thrown together. You have to give – am I wrong, Jay? Don't you need to give time for the – even – it doesn't matter how much talent you have to gel as a team? You do. You do. But it's like when you see a team that relies upon KD and James to do so much, it starts to make you think, all right, if this bench is not what it is, man, I, I'm telling y'all, Miami has a chance to cause a lot of noise in the East. And you can overlook Miami, but last year they were destroyed by COVID – but you still got Jimmy Butler there. Tyler Hero looked great in the preseason. I think he can step up. Depending upon Victor Oladipo, if he comes back being healthy, P.J. Tucker adds that defensive discipline to them. P.J. Tucker was the reason why the Bucks beat the Nets last year with the way he defended KD in the playoffs. And then you add Bam Adebayo. I mean, they are a team that will be in that upper echelon. Well, the real reason and they got the Nets, a real and they got a nice coach too. Eric so Spolster, yes. The real reason the Nets, yeah, championship coach. The real reason the Nets lost is because they weren't healthy. Like they didn't have their guys. Oh, yeah. And the, what I wonder about Kyrie, the reason I'm thinking about him, not just because right now he's not there, but because he was a guy throughout his career where you saw consistently at times, like, damn, you add him to the Celtics, they somehow get worse. What's up, Kyrie? And that, that happened a couple different times in his career, even at, in Brooklyn. Then they brought in KD and Harden. And Kyrie, to me, clearly makes this team much better. And I wonder, Jay, if it's not because he's sort of a, even though he has so many point guard skills, his nature is like he's a two trapped in a one's body. With Harden there running the offense, it in a way maybe frees Kyrie up to be the player he really is and, and might be the key ingredient to this team. Let me put you on something, Max. In basketball, we no longer call players one, twos, yeah, threes, right. or four, right? There are hybrid guards. There's combo guards. There's point centers. There's point forwards. Like, there's a whole new terminology around. Or something, yeah. yeah, the way guys are really evolving into play. Like, with this, with KD, Kyrie, and James, you have three, you have two combo playmaking guards, right? Combo playmaking guards combined with the most efficient score the game's ever seen at seven feet tall. So you take away one of those weapons, they can still get there. You just need two of those weapons to do a lot more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Protecting your small business is a big deal. Cover what you've worked so hard for. ProgressiveCommercial.com. Gerard Cherry, the next level show on ESPN 850 in Cleveland, joins the show. Good morning, Gerard. Good morning, Max. What up, Jay? What's going on, man? What up, Key? What up, Jay? Will? How you doing, doing brother? well. Thanks for asking. So Gerard loves cereal and has done a YouTube series called Cereal Wars. If you guys want to throw a question, since we were chopping it up about cereal moments ago. <laughs> yeah, Jay, what 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 uh, what's the cereal wars about? And tell me what cereal should I venture into now that I am a little older? Even though I don't look. Oh it, man, you gotta uh, stay with the sweet stuff that give you diabetes. Man, you can't venture from that. Oh, <laughs> you gotta no. go through. 
Golden Grimm's Retro. Don't get the new one, the retro flavor. And always Captain Crunch, you can't go wrong with that. But nah, Serial Wars is a podcast I do with my son, a.k.a. Kid Gluten-Free. Mm-hmm. Gluten-free cereal. So don't don't get the don't go into the the uh, organic stores and pick out some of the off-brand stuff. We need the real stuff with the cartoon characters on the front, right? Exactly, dog. Stay away from the great nuts. Actually, though, you know what? Raisin Bran has been fire lately for me. I don't know what it is. I wake up in the morning, I have a craving for Raisin Bran. So I don't know what to tell you on that one. But nah, I would say stay away from the granola. And all that. You probably started eating raisin bran in the facilities. You know how they give you the, the cereal doing, you know, before the meetings and stuff like that. So what, um, Gerard, what's your thoughts on what's going on with Baker Mayfield right now and in the decision that I, essentially, I guess, I'm not 100% sure if the team left the decision for Baker to play on Thursday night in his hands and him saying the decision is his. I love what's going on here because I've been in Cleveland for 15 years now and I've witnessed about 20 to 40 quarterbacks come here and not do absolutely nothing, not play with conviction, not play with heart. Now, there were some guys that did all right, like Brian Hoyer. I won't throw him under the bus. I thought he did okay. But when I look at what Baker's trying to establish with this team, they need a culture key. It's really that simple. They need a guy who's going to show that you do not come to the Cleveland Browns just to collect a check that you go out there and you play injured or, even, or hurt or even injured. And that's what he represents. So I love what he's doing in the decision to say, you know what? I'm going to go out there and be a tough guy and show you guys how it's done. If Baker Mayfield, if, better yet, if OBJ is supposed to be the number one guy in the passing when in the passing offense when we design things and put things together as an offensive staff, why isn't Baker Mayfield at the quarterback spot using or getting the football to OBJ more often and frequently? Honestly, Key, I don't think OBJ is that guy for them. I don't think they go into a game saying we have one player that we're going to establish as our go-to guy. They got Njoku. They got Hooper. They got Donald Peoples-Jones. When Jarvis comes back, they have him. They have Hollywood Higgins. So they have a plethora of weapons they can work with. So I really believe they don't want to be dependent upon one guy. And I think also when OBJ didn't play last year, that showed them that, hey, we can get to the playoffs and not need a guy to be the star of our receiving court and just have a bunch of guys contribute by committee. So I don't even think that's their mentality when they go. As a matter of fact, I'm certain that's not their mentality when they walk into the football field. It's not about feeding OBJ. I mean, we had so many arguments on the local radio here about the need can Baker and OBJ coexist. They're boys. They're cool. They're tight. It's just Kevin Stefanski at the end of the day, along with Van Pelt, have made a decision that OBJ is not going to be a factor in whether or not they win or lose football games. Jay? What do you do with Baker long-term? Now, me, what I do with Baker long-term, I sign him because I I sign him. I sign him to a long-term deal because, as I just said earlier, the Browns have had a horrific, horrific time trying to replace Bernie Kosar, and Bernie's from the 80s. We have not found our quarterback from the 80s, and I love Bernie. That's my dude. Do a show with him on Fridays. But we have not found that guy. Baker's that guy in my mind, so it's not as easy as some may think to just replace them. So for me, I'm signing them long-term because I've been here for the years in which quarterback play has been non-existent. Yeah, that is true. Gerard Cherry, uh, three-time Super Bowl champion, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Yeah, you will sign him to a long-term friendly deal for the organization. Will you sign him to a long-term market value deal? 
for quarterbacks? Uh, that's a great question, dog. And I was on record as saying that beginning of the season, Baker Mayfield is looking at anywhere from $200 to $350 million for his contract. Now, right now, the way things look, I've had to come back down on that number to say anywhere from 150 to $200 million. And obviously, if he doesn't put up good numbers, that's going to hurt his cause. But I still think he's going to be somewhere in the at least $150 million range for the, for the entirety of that contract. Now, if he goes ahead and wins the Super Bowl, gets to the AFC Championship, now we're back in the 250s and 300s again, in my opinion. Well, what are you talking about as an average annual? Like, to, to just to give fans an idea, if, if, if Lamar Jackson's going to get 45 a year or something like that, what does that mean Baker gets a year? What percentage of Lamar Jackson, let's say? So it depends on what he does, Max. So if Baker goes to the AFC Championship and wins and finds himself in the Super Bowl, he's getting that 40 to $45 million a year. How do you deny him that? Especially if he's contributing. And obviously he has to be contributing. He plays quarterback. So that's how I see it going down. Gerard, now you, you're talking about a big contract, $300 million plus, whatever the numbers are. And if he plays on Thursday night, you got to protect him for him to be able to get that money. And if there's no offense alignment and there's Von Miller on the other side, how are you going to protect Baker Mayfield <laughs> when Von Miller has simply said, I'm going to KILT them when I get a chance? Yeah, well, Von has the right to say what he wants to say, free of speech, no doubt. And it's hard to protect Baker Mayfield late. I mean, he's suffered last week, separated even worse. I actually tore it more. So I would say, Chip, you could do that. You do a bunch of little things. Screen game, which they obviously know is going to be taking place. I think no matter what, you still go out there if you Baker Mayfield and you go and you show your guys who you're leading that you can get the job done and you can play at a high level with the pain because that's only going to help your cause. On the flip side of that, though, we do have people saying he's being selfish. He's only thinking about his contract. That's why he's out there. I don't feel that way, but I don't think you worry about what Von Miller says. Great player, but you can't let nobody punk you and be like, okay, Von Miller says he's going to kill my tackles. I'm not going to play. Then you really look like a sucker. Gerard Cherry, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN 850 Cleveland. Thank you. Appreciate you jumping on with us. Appreciate you, Jay. No Fight problem, on, dog. man. No Fight problem, on. On the Goodyear Hotline. Will do, dog. All right, guys. 0-6 in the preseason. Come on, man. Stop. It's preseason. 0-1 in goes. the regular season. Here it goes. Okay. What's wrong with the Lakers? Is there? Uh-oh. We, 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 what, did we not know this was going to be a topic today? When you turned on the radio this morning, you didn't know if talk radio would be asking this? Is there cause for concern oh, in Los geez. Angeles? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, and Jay and I are joined now 
by Doris Burke and Tim Legler. You're about to get a lot smarter in basketball, Max. Yeah, a little Doesn't NBA happen a lot on this show, but it's, this Let, is the time. Yeah, finally, we get to talk finally a little get basketball. some basketball. Deep discussion. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, by the way, Doris Burke and Tim Legler give us a straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Good morning, Doris. Good morning. Good morning, Good Max. Morning. Yes, top of the morning to you. Uh, let's start with the Lakers, guys. Um, 0-7, including the preseason. Um, and we can say that because Key's not here. He's not going to interrupt that. Doris, let's start with you. Look, every year, Westbrook, it's the same thing, right? New team, new teammates. Take some half a season to figure it out. Oh, he's no good anymore. And then, oh, look at this. But, but what concerns do you have at the moment for the Lakers roster? Well, what's the best version of Russell Westbrook this year? You know, Legs and I were talking about this. This is a guy who's always been the driving force or at least the second option offensively. He's going to have the ball less frequently, and when he does have it, he's going to have to move it faster. And so what does that mean for him? He's never been a guy who's had to cut to get baskets. Can he offensive rebound, tip, dunk, put it back in? Yes. But I think he'll figure it out. He has an intriguing idea that maybe he'll tell you about legs. But one thing I know, we saw the potential of the Lakers last night in that loss. Their size, what they can do in transition. And if A.D., becomes a top-five player, not just a guy with top-five talent, mm. then look out because they're that good with LeBron and AD. Tough to find rhythm, I think, for a lot of guys. In particular, let's start with Russell because Doris said it. He's never been third. I mean, LeBron's their point guard for all intents and purposes. Anthony Davis gets a lot of the offense run through him. So where exactly does that leave Russ as a starter? I was – Mentioned to Doris, and it won't happen because I, I think Russell still views himself, you know, this, and he has it, the status he has in this league. Would he ever accept coming off the bench in a second role with Carmelo? I think that could really work mm-hmm. because he's played with a pure score before Kevin Durant and still did his thing. And Melo doesn't really need guys to set him up. So the two of those guys could be themselves. But I don't think Russell Westbrook could wrap his head around that at this stage of his career. Do they visit that at some point down the line, Jay? I don't know, but right now, Russ is going to have a very difficult time here at the start of the year figuring out how do I find my rhythm offensively, individually, and what is he willing to do in the meantime to help them win games. That's what we're going to be watching with the Lakers here at the first month of the season. I just think about how dangerous they could be if Russ did commit to coming off the bench that second unit and how he'll be able to drive that offense. You said battery pack yesterday, but how about defensively? This team was one of the best defensive, I think actually the best defensive team last year in points allowed per game. Give 121 to the Warriors, and I saw down the stretch Carmelo – Literally, they, they, they coined him out multiple times on high screen rolls. How, do how does this team get better defensively? Doris, what do you think? Well, my first thought is you lost Alex Caruso and Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who were driving forces and versatile, switchable, and uh, locked in on the defensive end night by night. I saw the exact same thing, and Frank had to lift Carmelo because they were targeting him in the pick and roll. Um, you know, I think... Perhaps they're thinking, do we need to be disruptive, right? Do we need to be some sort of Miami light version when they were pressuring out on the wings and, you know, you've got somebody protecting the rim and AD flying all over the floor. You saw LeBron get a great block early in the basketball game. Um, You know, this may have to be a completely different version defensively than what we've seen under Frank Vogel. Doris, what did you think of the Bucs win last night? 
Couldn't have been more impressed. You know, Doug Collins used to say to us all the time, people think this is a fourth quarter league. So often what happens in the first quarter defines um, winning and losing in the NBA. There was no uh, hangover from the banner ceremony. There was no ring emotion from Giannis Antetokounmpo. He was a cold-blooded killer coming out of the gate. There will be – he sets the tone every day. In fact, I remember in the finals Chris Middleton saying to us, because of how hard he plays – and because of who Giannis is as a person, we want to play for him. They mm. followed along last night. You know, what's interesting is after his two MVPs going into the start of last year, right, he put up similar stat lines to this early in the season. And you know what we all collectively kind of said? It's great, but let's see what's going to happen when the lights get turned up in the spring because he had had a couple of situations he couldn't figure out because of limitations in his own game, and injuries played a part. But against Toronto three years ago, that was mostly on Giannis. He couldn't figure out how to play against five guys waiting on him in the paint because he couldn't answer it from, from the perimeter or as a playmaker. The next year, injuries hurt him against Miami, but some of that was, again, him. Free throws at the wrong time, coming up short, doubt. So now he puts up this stat line last night as a champion, and we view it differently. Now it's... This guy is in such a great place mentally, and this is such a well-oiled machine. Everybody knows their role. Great chemistry. They added pieces that are going to help them. This team's carrying them now, carrying themselves like a champion. There's no doubt in their mind anymore. And, man, what a difference that makes. This is, this is by far right now the best team in the NBA. The question is, you know, can Phoenix and Utah and the Lakers and the Nets, can those teams get their act together to catch them? But right now, to me, they are head and shoulders better than anybody else in the league as we start this season. Legs, there's a team that is not in a great place mentally, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers. Like, what do you make of this whole Ben Simmons saga going on? Uh, it just was a mistake to let it get to this point. I think Ben Simmons was trying to tell the team he himself knew, I can't play in Philly anymore after what happened in that Atlanta series. He knows that market. He's been there for four years. They're never going to forget it. They're never going to forgive it. They're going to wait to see it again, and then they're going to pounce on it. He knew it. And then you get the comments of Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid after the season. That made a nice excuse for Ben Simmons to say, well, my feelings are hurt now. I don't want to play there anymore. Meanwhile, in his own mind, he knew I can't go back there. He tried to tell them for months. They didn't listen. They didn't think they were getting value back in return. I think they were overvaluing him a little bit Mm -hmm. because of his limitations that the league knows he has offensively. And I think between his ears to a large extent. And as a result, they try to force this situation and flush him back to the team. And they're still going to try to do that. He's going to lose some money. Eventually, maybe he shows up because he doesn't want to lose anymore. Do you have a committed guy on the court that his teammates respect? That's where you're at right now. What's mind-blowing to me, Doris, is if Ben Simmons feels that way, like the fans are going to kill him, you would think like the great ones. I know this is unfair. If it was Kobe Bryant, he would think, everyone talks about Mamba mentality, oh, next time, right? Like, if that's what it is, that's the challenge, let me meet it. How do you trade a guy who doesn't want to meet that challenge? Right. And I wouldn't say there's no value here uh, because he's 6'11", 250 pounds of everything defensive, menacing. You can put him across four positions, and really he could dig it out in the post if necessary. Here's your problem. He is now become blatantly uh, disrespectful to his teammates. He is trying to sabotage your season. So he's exerting what he has at his disposal to try to get out. The Sixers are trying to inflict as much financial pain as they can. 
And the resolve is real in that organization. They don't want to move him without getting what they believe to be a difference maker because they believe Joel Embiid is a linchpin to a championship team. I don't know where this ends. And I agree with Adam Silver. I'm not sure there's a collective bargaining answer to -hmm. this problem moving forward for the league. This is ugly. It's going to get uglier. And I don't know what they do, frankly. But can I ask you, Doris, if you you have your best player, Joel Embiid, who publicly says, Mm -hmm. I don't care about this man, and you see what kind of disruption Mm -hmm. this has energy-wise on your team, and you made mention of it, this is going to be an ongoing thing. It becomes more about Ben Simmons the longer you keep him around than it becomes about the Philadelphia 76ers. Why just not pay him to go away until you can find the right trade partner for him? You, you have no good options, really, because you, you want a championship. You believe that Joel is the linchpin of that and that you've got enough role players around them to get that done, but you've got to get a difference maker. That's what you believe, unequivocally. But Ben is going to half-heart his way through this entire thing. Yes. So where is the option, Legs? I don't see one. You've got three. None of them are great for the Sixers. Okay, one, let's continue to suspend him, keep him away from the team. Okay, so now you're down an all-star caliber player that you haven't replaced. Yeah, mentally, they're in a better place with who's playing, but you're down a key guy. Right? You didn't replace him, so that's not good for the Sixers. Option two, you force him back to the court. A guy completely not mentally bought in, has lost the respect of his teammates, you know he's there for one reason, to stop the bleeding financially. He's not emotionally invested in W's and L's. That's not a great option for the Sixers either. That's not going to end well. And then the third option, which I think is ultimately where this is going to end up, you have to move him. Now, they seem resolved to like, no, we're not going to move him unless we get what we think is commensurate value, which is a young all-star caliber player. I'm not sure you're going to be able to do that. That is the definition of a dilemma. People mm-hmm. misuse that word. It's not just a tough choice. A dilemma means a choice between bad options. Right. There are only bad options here for the Sixers. What blows my mind is Ben Simmons at 6'10 does so many things better than anyone who ever lived 6'10 or taller. He's the best handles of all time at that height. Plays excellent defense. Probably the best passer, court vision. Think about guys 6'10 and above. And somehow he's in this situation? How does this happen? Guys, thank you so much. Tim Legler and Doris Burke here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jay, look at him in hog heaven. smiling. Just talking round ball. took notes. I'm learning. I mean, this is what it's all about. No doubt. A dark horse AFC contender and a dark horse serial. You've got to hear all about it. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Key was all about his favorite cereals this Uh-oh, morning. Yeah. Oh, we had a long conversation about it. And uh, I was disappointed that you guys were not into any of the chocolatey cereals. I, I enjoy those uh, also. Just the fruity cereals. Those are also excellent. Yeah. And, of course, this early in the morning, people want to weigh in, guys. So let's go to Vic in New Jersey on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What part of Jersey, Vic? Fellas, what's going on? Good morning. Good morning. What part of Jersey, Vic? So I'm over in Morris County over in Kinelon, New okay. Jersey. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, listen, you guys all mentioned all these fruity, sugary cereals and stuff. And listen, I'm not about eating any cardboard. Trust me. I don't like milky cardboard, nothing. But cookie crisp. I didn't hear nobody oh, yeah. mention cookie crisp. You know, it was on my mind to bring it up cookie a couple crisp. times. And then I just, you know, it just slipped that, it. That lasted about a few years, though, on cookie the show. Cookie crisp is good, though. No, they still got it. You can still find it. Can you? Yeah. And you know what you find? You, what it looks like, it's not, a, it's, it's not really a cookie. It's just like a little puff that they flatten a little, and they put little dots on it that are supposed oh, to be course. chocolate chips. That's where it's yeah. always been, but, but I, I didn't remember never, but, cho- but chocolate, once again, like, I, I don't. Yeah, it wasn't I'm one not of my into go-to. That. I am. I'm, I'm going go to go, again, I'll go all Captain Crunch family, from the peanut butter sure. to the fruity. Sure. Oh, that's no doubt. Uh, yeah. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Lucky yeah. Charms, family. I'll do. Yeah. What's the Captain Crunch family, right? You got the peanut butter crunch. You got the berry crunch. You got the Captain Crunch. Oh, the berry crunch is good. Yeah, and not, and you know, very the, the problem with the Lucky Charm cereals and all the marshmallow cereals is like my girls will pick, especially the youngest one, just pick the marshmallows out. See, I didn't do that. It's fine. No, no, it's better with the whole thing combined. Yes. Yeah. Great cereal talk. Yeah. Moving on. Cereal. Moving on. That's when I'm out of shape, when I'm just having bowl after bowl of cereal watching. No, you just eat stuff. like crap. No, 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 no. It's not true usually. It's not true usually. Max, I work with you every day. Well, that's true. But... <laughs> There's only so many options we have this time of the morning. morning. I no, do a we've turkey sausage in the though. morning. Turkey we've had better options in the morning. Today I had egg whites with some stuff in it. Nothing That's bad. What I'm That's talking it. about. Well, there Jay is go. a good influence. Jay's in very good shape. He's a good influence on me. All right, look. Okay, speaking of Fruit Loops, take a listen to this from Dan Orlovsky on NFL Live. That's a good line, Evan. Or not. I do oh. think two teams that are going to get in the conversation, because if we say – you know, it's Tennessee, it's Buffalo, it's um, don't you, you know the Ravens. Dare say Indy. I think Indian New England will get into the conversation. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Check this. Check Everyone's this. leaving. Indy plays Sunday night football against the, the, the 49ers. They win. The, they beat the 49ers. They are going to be five and four by the middle of November. Deal. Wow. I'm just telling Man. you, bro. You, the, the, the Indianapolis Colts are the third team back, in the history of Come the back. NFL. History now. <laughs> Ryan's five games to start their season against teams that won 10 games the year before. All right, what about the Patriots? Tell us why the Patriots. New England's two plays away from being 4-2. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know, but here's the one thing he – let's – before we just say, oh, "Oh, God, God, because I'm with you, but what about the point they've had a tough schedule – They've, their, their, their vaunted offensive guard is, has been out with injury. Carson Wentz is getting used to a new team. He's coming along. There's an opportunity for Indy to potentially win the division. There's only one team coming out of the division. Right now, Tennessee's ahead of them, right? As but far that could as, flip. It, it could. There's nothing. There, there, 
There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem that you have with Dan when he starts talking is he starts to just say stuff. That's why everybody left. That's why Ryan Clark got up and went upstairs. Mina got up out of her chair. Big Swaggoo looked and said what he said to him because he's just saying stuff. Then you talk about New England. You making this, oh, well, if they're four points away, or they're a few points away from being four and two. Yeah, but they're not. On the low, what's this really about? Let's be honest. You know, Dan loves Carson Wentz and he loves Mac Jones. Yes, of course. <laughs> and you had to see me, Jay, at home when he said it. I started talking to the TV as if he could hear me. I must have you know called Dan every word you could think of. Jay, you know what that means? And I can't wait what? to see him later on on as, NFL Live. As the song goes, he understood the assignment. He's asked for a dark horse team. That means teams other people aren't talking oh, about God. that'll get people like he talking at their TVs. You could have found, you found anybody. Wins. You could have found Cincinnati. Yeah, I would have said Cincinnati. You can find hey, Denver. Can, can, I, can I say something? When you look at the Colts' schedule, though, I mean, is he really wrong? The Colts, that's what I said. The Colts are, you, you can not really wrong. survive with the Colts. Much more on this coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 